Hello, everybody, and welcome back to The Wayward Dragons. I'm Johnny. And I'm Kelsey. Kelsey, what's our topic for today? It is the Celtic tree moon cycle. I don't know how to pronounce it. It's what's the Celtic oracle system. Yeah, it's a... Oem, and we'll get into that in a little bit more in a minute but before we do that how have you been i'm okay tired now but i'm getting back into the swing of my other job Mm -hmm. so i'm I'm tired (laughs) my body got uh not used to it for six weeks while we were closed and now that i've got to go back into it i'm i'm tired understandable I'm, i'm ready for a nap yeah, no, me, me too. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, no. Uh, I've just been traveling a lot. I've, yeah, I've been traveling a lot to a lot of different places for work and such. And I really am tempted to have a weekend that I just shut myself in my room and not have any contact with the outside world. I say you do it. I mean, but... as a fellow introvert, you know that. <laughs> yeah, traveling yeah. can be a lot. It can be. It's not fun. It's fun, but it's not fun when you're an introvert. It's fun seeing places. Mm-hmm. But depending on when, why you're traveling and all that can be a bit much. Yeah. And if you don't have a moment to yourself... To, like collect yourself you start to spiral it, and then arr. yeah you get i get just angry like get out of my space quit touching me like mm-hmm. two foot two foot yep. just get away yep and it's hard i get it yeah i get it so uh, I, I mean if you want to retreat into your turtle shell i'm all for it <laughs> so yeah have you uh um, have you been reading anything I read two books. Wow. I know. And I physically read one. All right. Because my second job is quite slow right now. So I bring a, um, bring a physical book with me to my second job. So, um, the first one I read was lightning strike, um, by William Kent Kruger. I've been kind of reading this series on and off. It's the Cork O'Connor series. Um, that takes place. This book is the prequel to the whole series. Um, it is the first case that he's on. He's a kid and it's the first case that he helps his dad solve. Um, cause his dad was the sheriff oddly before him. Um, but it's the case that actually leads up to his father getting murdered. Is it a um, small town? Kind of. Um, it takes place not far from a reservation. I gotcha. want to say it's it's up north somewhere. I forget where it's actually happening. Um, I think that happens a lot in small towns, though. It's just that you're expected to take on the mantle of, you know, it's still that whole ideology of tribalism. And it's, hey, my father did yeah. this, so I have to do this. Yeah. Well, it takes place in Minnesota's Iron Lake near Aurora. Okay. Um, that's kind of where the setting is. Um, Cork O'Connor is half native, well, a quarter native and Irish. <laughs> we got a weird going on here. That's actually fairly um, common. Yeah. But it, it, um, it's the book. Not to give too much away and not to have too many triggers because the next book I read was also triggering. Um, they find a native. His name, I think, is in the book. It was Big John. Um, it looked like he had committed suicide and it was that he did not commit suicide. Um, but he helps his father because no one wants to talk to a police officer, but they'll talk to his son and like all of his friends they figure out what happened and it leads up to in the book, what leads up to his father getting shot on duty. So, but the, the book, the series is totally fictional. Um, the places are real, but like the people are fake. So, but 
um, it's a heavy, it's a heavy series. Mm -hmm. Um, so I've had to read one and then I have to step back. It's, it's, it's not graphic, but it, it isn't, but it is. Yeah. That makes any sense. It could be a bunch of times. Yeah. And for someone that reads a lot of true crime and listens to a lot of true crime, it's a lot. So, but this is the precursor to the series. And then I have delved down the rabbit hole. That is Anne Rule. Um, those who don't know, Anne Rule is a famous true crime writer. She is best known for writing The Stranger Beside Me, um, which is her book that she wrote about Ted Bundy because she worked with Ted Bundy on the suicide hotline that he was working on. Mm-hmm. She, she was um, his partner. But she does a lot of, she's written tons of books besides that one. Um, ironically, her daughter also writes, she writes more about paranormal places. Um, but the one I'm currently reading now is her daughter's true crime. But I read um, Practice to Deceive that actually does follow a real case that happened out in um, Pungent Sound, Washington, which is up near Vancouver. Pungent Sound, Washington? Yeah. It's up It's up in the bay up there. Why, um, why would you name something Pungent Sound? Which is, I don't know. There's a <laughs> um, base there. No clue, but if um she follows a case of Russ Douglas, um Russ Douglas was found dead in his car, um December twenty sixth, two thousand and three. It looked like an apparent suicide, um because he did have a gunshot wound to the head. But as the book goes into it, did Russ did not commit suicide, so it follows the 10 year investigation that the detectives did. Um, the huge deception manipulation of people. Um, the co-conspirator, one of the co-conspirators, she's, she's insane. She's, I give her kudos. I give her major kudos. Um, she basically got off with murder. Um, but yeah. So I, I did. I read two books. <laughs> I listened Ooh. to one and actually read one. So, yeah. <sighs> what about you? <laughs> Let me pull up my massive list. <laughs> I know. I saw it on Goodreads. It was like, boom, boom. I was like, God yep. damn. So uh, I did the, well, so I did Celtic Tree Oracle by, and most four out of five of these were simply for this episode. Oh, wow. Um, but Celtic Tree Oracle by Fanu Forest. Uh, sorry, sorry. Celtic Tree Magic by Fanu Forest. Celtic Tree Oracle by Liz and Colin Murray. The Oem wow. by Sue uh, Vegas. Druidry by Mari Silva. And then the one that I read not for this episode was, <laughs> was the Black History book. By DK Publishing, which goes into like it's actually it was really cool. It went to like a lot of history of um, the Black community and like from different aspects and different parts of the world and how slave trade went and how things advanced in different parts of the world after that and all sorts of other stuff. Uh, learned a thing or two, and by a thing or two, I mean a lot. Nice. So, um, yeah. Nice. So, delving into today's episode? Yes. So, as we said before, today we're talking about the Owen. Um, It is pronounced O-G-H-A-M. So, it looks like Ogham, but it's Gaelic, and like Mm -hmm. that, there's a lot of other Gaelic words in here who, you know, it's, it's one of those things of reading something versus actually knowing how to say it can be difficult at times. So I can tell you right now, I am going to butcher a lot of words. We are sorry in advance. So the Oem is also known as the Celtic Tree Oracle or Celtic Alphabet. And many things we know about old Celtic culture, we know from information documented from the Romans. So a lot of this information is not stuff directly from the Celts because they typically didn't write stuff down. A lot of it was oral tradition. Uh, and typically when they would write something with this, it would be 
it's thought to be like a grave marker or something like that, a property marker. Um, There's also the occasional, you know, if someone is leaving a message for someone else, there's speculations on that. But as with everything, we have bits and pieces of the information and it was kind of, you know, uh, plugged in here and there. Well, and I think you have to take it with a little bit of a grain of salt, just a little bit, yeah, because it's somebody else interpreting it. Well, and that's not like the actual people. That's the thing. So the Romans did not like the Celts. They were, yeah, uh, they were afraid of the Celts in many aspects, um, in many places. Uh, so the etymology of the word "om." remains unclear one of the possible origins is from the irish o um or point stem point seam sorry point seam uh referring to the seam made by the point of a sharp weapon the sigil the sigils within the system are called fira which means tree um, so yeah, a lot, most of the symbols tie into trees or s- some sort of plant. Yeah. Uh, so it's all kind of surrounded in that. Um, this hints that the meaning of the word behind the term tree alphabet, other times they are referred to as nih, which means fork and branch. Every sigil has a tree or plant associated with it. The system is at least 1,700 years old. That's crazy. Yeah. So as you can guess, over time, you know, things get muddled, especially when record keeping isn't properly done. Yeah. It, it's like playing telephone, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. You know, so many, so long ago, it was probably right. But who knows if it's even close to what it was then right well so some of the theories around it is speculation of druids attempting to communicate uh secretively and others believe it is the communication used as communication between the britannia and the celts the britannia were groups and tribes of people that were like basically like anglo-saxons Okay. It's people in Britain before Britain. Gotcha. So originally there were 20 different OM. OM can be related related to the part of hand. And in one of the books, I don't remember which one it is off the top of my head now, actually has a, I, hold on, I'll know as soon as I see it. Where is that? Where is my Kindle? Because I was reading this on Kindle. Okay, so in celtic tree magic they actually have a uh, a drawing of a hand while apollo's getting scratches <laughs> he's like all like laid out he's hurting my leg <laughs> and Ke- won't leave me alone. <coughs> boop the snoop boop. and uh so yeah in celtic tree magic it actually has images where it associates the different ones to different parts of the hand so the idea there and the thought behind that is since there's 20 and there's like they have in 20 different parts of the hand, you can technically communicate with people from long distance by just pointing to different parts of your hand. Well, and then no one would know what you were talking about. Right. Except for that person. They just think like you're doing something weird. Yeah. So it would be yeah. like it'd be like something similar to uh, like sign language, but no one knows you're doing it. Okay. Except for like the person yeah. receiving the message, yeah. so it's like it's like coded sign language, kind of, yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. Okay, that's kind of cool. Yeah. So there are associations with these with other parts of the body as well as with animals, uh, particularly dogs and birds. But sadly, most of the information on that has been lost over the years. Like everything. Yeah. Uh, because you have a, you know a system that's in place that you have oral history and then you have another group that comes in and tries to wipe them out or does wipe them out and things get lost or muddled Mm-hmm. that's the sad part so getting into me massively mispronouncing everything in the world nice 
So the first group we're going to talk about is the uh, Leibis or B group. Okay. So this the first one is Beth or Birch in English. Um, so okay. th- this represents a new start. It uh, it asks you to check your motivations and purpose. It insists that you clear away old stuck patterns and energy. If a new start is to be achieved, this represents the first month of the Celtic year. So this messed me up because we all think, okay, first month is January, but, you know, the Celts started in November. Mm-hmm. So this represents November. Yeah, that's the one thing I found in my research for Samhain mm-hmm. was that was the new year. Yeah. It was considered new year because everything is dying uh-huh. type stuff. So the year is coming to an end. The cycle of life, death, and rebirth. Mm-hmm. Um, so one, so this is also one of the seven peasant trees. So the way they divide this up, um, and it's a little weird to me how they divide it up, but you have certain trees that, and I didn't note on all of them which is which, but you have certain trees that are considered peasant trees. You have certain trees that are considered chieftain trees. And you have certain trees that are considered noble trees. I couldn't really find much on the reason for that, other than the fact that it has to do with the, uh, uh, do, 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 what's it called? The Brienne Law, which was a law system that the Druids and Celts lived by, regardless of the group. So it's almost like a, like a class system? Maybe? Kind of, but not really so i mean they had certain attributes that they would like associate with different plants and stuff and associate with different spirits different energies so i would assume that that's where it ties in it's saying hey this is noble you can't do this this and this to it this isn't you can do this this and this to it gotcha uh so the brihan or i'm i'm assuming this also says brihan in gaelic because Gaelic does not phonetically pronounce well in English, but it no. is. I'm going to spell this for you. Ready? Okay. B R E I T H E A M H. Blah, 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 blah. I was like, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Your best interpretations are probably going to be better. Actually, the Irish word for judge, Brian Laws, are a body of Irish code dating back to early Celtic periods, passed down orally for centuries. They were transcribed for the first time in the 12th century. Uh, There are even legends of St. Patrick himself and how he had a hand in uh, transcribing some of the laws in the 5th century. Okay. So Beth was written seven times, a little bit of bit here from Celtic mythology. Beth was written several times on a sliver of branch of by Ago, who is one of the Celtic gods and is actually the Celtic god the Olmas I guess Olma Olma, I guess is how you pronounce it. But is one of the Celtic or is the Celtic god the Olm is named after. Um, but he did gotcha. this to be worn by the Celtic god Lu for his wife that had been taken away. Birch is often associated with light and was used in making of besoms, which are brooms. They're like, well, it's the broom that witches use that like, you know, stuff like that. But it's uh, brooms and they're typically used for cleansing ritual spaces and, you know, flying through the air and cackling. <laughs> Listen, yeah. it's, it's either that or you got to find a uh, vacuum cleaner. <laughs> I mean, either one? No, vacuum cleaners. Vacuum cleaners are trees now, guys. You heard it here first. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's got like a seat, I guess, in a weird way. Yeah. So the second one we're going to talk about is uh, Luz or Rawin. This is a protection against enchantment, control of all senses. In divination, Rawin warns of dangers 
but also that you are suitably protected as long as you are not foolish. So basically, don't do dumb stuff, and it'll be okay. Yeah. Rawan or Luce is associated with the second month of December. In uh, Brihan Law, Rawan is also a peasant tree and is known as Carthen? Question mark? (laughs) (laughs) I don't know, man. (laughs) It's a lot of words that you just don't know. It's it's rough. A lot of big words. Uh, Let's just Oh, and it doesn't help your dyslexic. Oh, and phonetically does not go well in English. No. (laughs) According to the Lays of Fion, which is a uh, myth and story, I guess, for Celtic lore, uh, it was often the meeting place of warriors. Rawan is typically associated with the Druids as the first tree as well as with other wild men and with the god of the hunt, uh, Hearn, or, you know, Kernanos, or Dagda. Next we have Fiern, or for us, you know, English speakers, uh, <laughs> Alder. That's mm-hmm. the tree of oracles and protection. It is associated with month of January, Alder is a natural anti-inflammatory. There you um, go. As that being said, you know, <laughs> this is not medical advice. You know, if you want to go Mm-mm. stick random wood in your mouth, go for it. Uh, I would suggest consulting your physician before you just stick random wood in your mouth. Yeah. Uh, also, make sure you get the wood's consent. Yes. Always. <laughs> um, Adler... Adler encourages you to move ahead with confidence and courage. It tells you to get grounded and practical, encouraging your own safety in the physical realm. It encourages you to seek honorable conflict. So don't just go fight to fight. If you're going to fight for something, make sure that it is something worth fighting for. Or just be smart about it. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Don't don't go in like guns blazing, you know. Why not? I mean, if that's what you want to do, that's what you want to do, and I'm not going to stop you. You know that. That's what you want to do. Go for it. Yeah. Just call me if I got to get you out of the hospital or or bail you out. <laughs> I appreciate that. Because <laughs> you know, I yeah. Oh. I would totally I be in a situation where I need bailed out. Um, I so, mean, <laughs> you never know. I you never know. Well-behaved, well-adjusted citizen, madam. Uh, <laughs> okay. So the next one we have <laughs> is for the letter S, and that is Sally or Willow. Yes. So this has to do with night visions, lunar rhythms, female aspects of the divine. Um, so this is associated with the month of February. So I am a Sally boy. <laughs> yeah, I've yeah, been planning a joke <laughs> this whole time. Um, <laughs> so when it says willow, it is not referring to a willow tree like a weeping willow with long branches. This actually refers to the pussy willow. It's not grandmother willow. Nope, this what? is a pussy willow. <laughs> Um, the willow is the first of the noble trees. According to the laws of Bram, Bram, it is usually associated with the moon and water. As with all forms of willow, it thrives on the edge of bodies of water. Um, it suggests harmony and balance, being in touch with one's feelings and otherworldly facets. Kind of sounds like you. Kind of. It's because I'm a pretty lady. Yes, the prettiest of them all. <laughs> um, so the next we have is N, which is noon or ash. Mm-hmm. Um, this represents inner and outer worlds linked. The 
microcosm meets the macrocosm. So if you go, if you remember back to our uh, Hermetic Principles episode, mm-hmm. this would be which principle? Oh, I have no clue. <laughs> I barely remember what I ate yesterday. You're asking too many questions. <laughs> like, I don't even know what I had. What did I have for dinner? Oh, pulled pork. That's what I had. See? <laughs> See? Um, ash has been of importance in most of European history, according to Scandinavian myth, uh, Scandinavian, not Scandinavian. According, <laughs> Scandinavian. <laughs> according to Scandinavian mythos, uh, Yggdrasil, which is the world tree, is an ash tree. Okay. From a divination standpoint, ash represents strength, uprightness, and correct focus. Uh, ash is uh, associated with March. Hmm. Okay, so that gets us through the B group. Okay. You ready for the H group? Oh, I'm in the H group? Okay. No, I said, are you ready for the H group? Yeah. Okay. So. <laughs> I'm assuming mine's in the next group because we're going in the order of the year. So, H group is dentals, dentals, or esperats the H group. Starting with H we have Huoth or Hawthorne. Um, this is rep- or this represents and it ties into cleansing chastity and protection. This is April. Makes sense. Hawthorne is a tree of marriage and love. Makes more sense. It is typically associated with the she. Do you know what the she are? I feel like I should know what they are, but off the top of my head, it's not ringing a bell. We've talked about them before. It's the S-I-D-H word. Oh, mm, yeah, it's still nothing. Okay. I feel like I know what it is. That is the Fae. Yes! I was about to say that, but I didn't want to say it. (laughs) Hawthorne is used typically in celebrations of Beltane. which... Which is around that time. And I believe you're going to be covering your episode on that, correct? Yes. It's actually around my birthday, too. From a medical standpoint, it has been used in different nervous disorders. It calls forth challenges, but in a positive? I don't think that's a word. Oh, it's supposed to be positive. My dyslexia made me switch the P (laughs) to a B when I was (laughs) typing. It didn't autocorrect it? Nope. Okay. All right. Nope. Um, so, yeah, positive. <laughs> positive. Positive. <laughs> positive. Dyslexia for the win. <laughs> Dyslexia really is like the freaking most annoying thing ever. Yeah. Uh, I'm so-, so used to it now. <laughs> Yeah, but uh, yeah, so it it calls forth challenges in a positive and different way. Which I mean, that makes sense. Where it is in the calendar, that makes a lot of sense. Mm-hmm. A lot of people are getting clean because it's warm enough to bathe. So yeah, yeah, so that makes to get ready for marriage because that's when you bathe was when you got married. So yeah. also, you know, that's. In the natural world, there's a lot of heaviness on fertility and animals reproducing and stuff like that. Yep. Um, next, we have D or dir, also known as oak for us normal people. <laughs> <laughs> uh, this is solid protection doorways to the mysterious and strength. This is May. This is me. <laughs> Uh, oak implies and teaches strength over uh, strength, security, and the ability to stay in growth over strength of time. It encourages you to open doors and your protection. Um, after that, we have T, which is time. Ting, ting, Or holly. Uh, best in the flight or fight. That's fight. Best in the fight. <laughs> best in the flight. I can fly better than anyone else. I am the best person on the plane. 
and go so fast. This is associated <laughs> with June. Um, this is a representation of love and long-term commitment. Okay. It can bring a lover, but it can also be a warning that things are changing. While not overly troublesome, it can signify a massive shift in aspects of life. Holly has been used to induce, like, so they've made, they used to make tea out of holly leaves. I would not recommend this unless you consult a medical professional, but still would not recommend this because it could be very detrimental. Um, But they used to actually make tea out of holly leaves, which would induce sweating. And they would use that to treat coughs, colds, and uh, issues with the bladder, uh, rheumatism, and arthritis. Okay. It, it would basically force force sweat the cold out of you. The, this is one thing that I do not understand. As someone who sweats super easy, all right, why is sweating the answer to a lot of things well because it's cleaning so if you're hydrated and you're sweating you're typically cleansing your body or getting toxins out of your body is the idea there and so if you have a virus you know you know that like if your fever breaks and you sweat you know that it's good yeah so ideally if you're forcing that sweat sooner then it would be hopeful that that would cleanse your body sooner Um, Also, people use it for putting yourself in a state of dissonance to where you are slightly off and can put you in a state of delirium, which can induce hallucinations and stuff like that. Because, like, I watched Longmire. Great show, by the way. It is based off of a book series. (laughs) You mean they didn't mess it up? Um, I have not read the book series, but my stepdad went to school with the guy who wrote it. Um, but it is a great show. Great show. But one of the um, things that Longmire does is he, because he's the sheriff close to a reservation, I have this repeating thing. Just go with it. About <laughs> watching or reading true crime about a sheriff close to a Native American reservation. Um, but Longmire goes with his longtime best friend Henry, and they'll get their little tent set up and they'll go for like a sweat, and it's like a like a mind clearing thing. Mm-hmm. For sweat him. lodge. Yeah, I just I don't understand why you. I get it, but I don't get it. As someone who sweats, like, when it's above 70 degrees, like, why would you want to do that? I don't have an answer for you on that. Why? Um, back to, your, back yep. to the trees. So, moving on to C. This is coal or hazel. Intuition. And str- it is straight to the point. This is July. So, this is a representation of divine inspiration and... Uh, practices divine innovate words are hard for you today this is a representation of divine inspiration and practices it is a prime representation of struggles ending with love or divine spark within the soul with surrounding the way things are hazel can Bring illumination. So the next one is court or apple. So I found a couple of interesting things with this. Um, Some places just say it's general apple tree. I thought more often than not that it's particularly a crab apple tree. Okay. Uh, But this is a representation of oneness of the mind, body, and spirit. Adian seeking in questions. This is... A marker of magical guidance. That gets us through the... Which group was that? That gets us through the H group. Oh. I was like, that one was August. Yeah. That gets us through the H group. Um, So we're going into the M group now. 
or the our guttural's. Okay. So M is moon, men, 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 M U I N men. How would you pronounce that? M U I N moon, 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 moon. I'm assuming that the U would be long. I'm just gonna keep making random side effects. Go for it. Moon, 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 moon. That sounds about right. Them there moons. So this is vines. Um, This represents prophecy. Typically, the vines are associated with blackberry or bramble. Bramble Brambleberry. I can't talk. Words are hard for you today. Apparently. Blackberry or brambleberry. This is a representation of the goddess. The leaves can be used to treat a number of things. My, apparently, it autocorrected number to new beer. (laughs) That's good. That's a good one. Can treat new beer things. New beer. Okay. Uh, it can treat a number of things, including chewing on them to stop or treat bleeding of the gums. So the next okay. one is G. This sounds like a superhero. <laughs> so this is Gort. I am Gort. I was like, is it friends with Groot? <laughs> <laughs> I wish so I got Gort, paid that many that much money to say I am Groot over and over again. Right. God. So Gort or Ivy, the spiral of the self, searching for self. This is September. This is a representation associated with the spiritual path in life. As with many things, it will take its turn and shift. It is also a reminder. That we cannot and should not isolate ourselves and or do it alone. This is hard for me as an introvert, but sometimes you need people. You do. That's the hardest thing. Is honestly, for help. Honestly, a number of the people I like play with, get, play games with online, are all introverts. Mm-hmm. And so it's cool because it's like we have that time to socialize and then. That's all you need. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's it's hard for people who are not introverts to understand that. Yeah. Like, no, it is. It is. Well, and that's one of the things about me traveling so much lately is I'm just like, <sighs> so many people. You mean I have to interact? Yeah. And you can't, like, go recharge your battery because then that's considered mildly rude. especially because like i've been traveling a lot for work and uh you know doing safety audits and stuff and you have to talk to people during this and after a while it's just like okay ask this person another question and they're probably getting annoyed with me but i still have to do it yep i'm getting annoyed with having to ask them questions but you know all right so the next one Kelsey's going to pronounce this one for us. Oh, God. No, I'm just messing with you. <laughs> I was like, I don't have my phone up. So this is actually two letters together. This is the NG sound in Gaelic. Yeah, it's not just like a straight letter. It's an NG sound. And then the word in Gaelic is N-G-E-T-A-L, which translates to read or broom. Okay. This, this indicates direct action. This is a representation of most, not all, but most of October. Yeah. This represents resourcefulness and independence. Log, 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 log is a reminder. Is that, that's the best I can pronounce it. Um, so this, <laughs> this is a reminder that it is always good to pull knowledge and experience. Meaning, you know, hey... Sometimes you don't know every fucking thing. Sometimes it's nas, nas. Sometimes it's nas to ask for heal. <laughs> it is me? necessary. Sometimes I don't know it's necessary. why my accent did that. I don't even know what that was supposed to be. It's probably because you're, you're tired from your hike you came back from. Um. So the next one is SS. So this is a. 
This is Straff or Blackthorn. Okay. This is no choice, however unpleasant. Cleansing. Blackthorn can make extremely powerful wands for magicians and magic users, but should only be used by those with experience and extreme clarity. Blackthorn reminds us that magic is just as basic and involved force within nature as anything and everything else. So your basic magical practices and when you do stuff is just the same as you going and getting dinner or, you know, going for a swim or going for a three-mile hike. Yeah. <laughs> That's going to be uh, me in a month. <laughs> so next we have R, which is Rus or Elder. This is actually the end, the last part of October. This represents sacrifice, and sacrifices must be made for you to gain what you wish or what you are aiming for in the long run. So this is not necessarily saying, hey, let's go take Billy Joe Jim Bob down the street and put him on an altar and stake him a couple times and you know, sacrifice. This is saying, you know, everything that you want to achieve, you have to put an effort for. You can't just, you know, get everything all at once. Everything takes steps, everything takes strife, everything takes struggles. It takes a lot of work. Yeah. No matter what, you just can't expect it to happen, I guess. Yeah. Uh, if you want to effectively get something you need, you have to put in the work. Nothing comes for free, and you have to make the sacrifice. So next is our vowel group, or A group. So this is A... <laughs> I feel like we're on a weird episode of Sesame Street. So A is Alium, Alum, Alium, Aluminium, Alium, or Silver Fur, um, High Views and Long Sight. This is a suggestion of clear-headedness, and a calm viewpoint that should be sought. If you have a big decision in life, you should carefully consider what your options are. Next, we have O, which in Gaelic is pronounced O, <laughs> or Thursday. Uh, good at collection, so think about like a magpie. Uh, this, this is the symbolism of resurging life force. That's, you know, circle. Mm -hmm. Everything's connected. Everything goes around, everything beginning and end, which is the new beginning. Um, this is the symbolism of reoccurring life forces and inspiration and guidance from the... I'm not sure what that's supposed to be, but... So I'm going to say caution from within, because they're... One, my words got weird and broke apart, and it is. <laughs> okay, anyways. Uh, on the flip side, it is also warned of potential for, for life force to burn out of control or even burn out eventually. Or entirely, sorry. Burn out entirely. So, you know, this is like saying, hey, you need to make sure you're... Uh, Thinking on things and doing things correctly, but you also need to make sure you're not pushing too hard or else yeah. you're going to fail. Uh, next is Ur for you or Heather. Uh, this links to the inner self and all healing. It is said that Heather embodies the forces of the earth itself. It is a reminder to us of the love of the goddess and the love of the universe has for all of us. It encourages us to move through life like the cycle of life. So things change. We have different parts of life that transition and that move. And we need to make sure that we're living with those transitions. We're not like being stagnant and fighting against change mm -hmm. because life is cycles. Everything exists within cycles. Um, e is 
Etha or white poplar. It helps in rebirth and helps prevent illness. White poplar represents the link between worlds and those connections. Also the connections of people and individuals. It encourages animation and the urge and it urges you to get things moving. Draw in life forces and enthusiasm. Next, this is the last one of this before we get into the weird fifth group that doesn't have to do with plants. Hmm. Um, that I couldn't find much information on. Next is Eoch, or I, and it is you. You. <laughs> uh, you, you leaves were what's burned uh, as divination incense in addition to their ritual used at Samhain. This is extremely toxic. Do not do this. Correct. Uh, so if you breathe, if you do this, do it outside and only a limited amount. Yep. If you do this and inhale this, this can kill you. Yes. In divination, you conceals patience and perseverance if either has been absent. It also suggests the need to rebalance the other way, seizing the day or moment wholeheartedly, as if it is your last. It is a reminder that you are all, that we are all, that you are all, all of you, just you, all of you listening, <laughs> all of you, Kelsey, <laughs> Apollo, Oreo, yeah. you get a, you're a divine child. You're a divine yeah, child. It's like I feel like we're having like an Oprah. <laughs> feel like we're having an Oprah moment. And you yeah. get a car. <laughs> and you get a car. <laughs> it is a reminder that we are all divine children and honor the past, present, and future. We should act as if we are divine children. So those are the ones that are trees. We're about to get into the fifth group, which, as I said, I had a little issues finding stuff on the origin and uh, where all that kind of comes from. Hmm. Unless I just brazed over it in my reading and missed it. So these are weird. So the first one is CH, which is code, like toad, but with a K. Or grove. Uh, It's a sacred place. All knowledge available, past, present, and future. Okay. You have TH, or Orn. Uh, also spindle yeah. uh, sweetness and delight sudden intelligence we have pe pe uh, which is yuland or honeysuckle and it, it represents hidden secrets I don't know about you did you ever have honeysuckles growing up do you know what a honeysuckle is it's a um, it's a flower right? I was like trying to eat it so uh, yeah so what we would do is we would take it and we'd go out because we used to have growing up we had honeysuckle bushes and then blackberry vines that grew in the bushes so we'd go pick blackberries and get honeysuckles and what you do is there's a little end on the end of it you pull it out and then like suck the uh, honey out of it Hmm. even though it's not really honey it's like dew but it's like Hmm. sweet dew yeah yeah no it's what happens when you grow up in the country. Yeah, no. Uh, so the next we have Phagos, or Phagos, P-H-A-G-O-S. Mm. Uh, it's the P-H sound. Phagos, Phagos, I don't know. Um, or Beach, uh, it represents old knowledge and old writing. And the last one we have is Moor, or the C. She, I guess, is the pronunciation here. It's X-I and... It represents the sea travel and maternal links. Hmm. So yeah, that's, that's a that's a lot of uh, trees and tree related stuff. Yeah, it's interesting how it all got incorporated into trees. Their their zodiac became well. So it's all based off of like you know the mythology. Look, I have a rainbow. Yeah, I see that. The light is coming down like a rainbow. Um, so yeah, it's any mythology you look at, um, it has stuff like that where it's, you know, it's something that is important to the 
indigenous individuals of the area and what their culture ties into mm -hmm. is the direct tie and direct representation of the zodiac. I mean, if you delve into all the fun stories of like the um, these like the uh, Western zodiac, that's the Greco-Roman mm -hmm. stuff. Uh, a lot of those have to do with like epic heroes or people mm -hmm. dying and stuff like that. Uh, or, you know, people making sacrifices. One of my favorite ones is the story of Aquarius where, you know, he's a, he was a beautiful man that was brought up to, to be the lover of one of the gods. Yes. Okay. Aquarius is a gay story. Um, and so he was, you know, being the lover and giving water to the gods. Okay. And he noticed that all the people down on the earth were starving because there was no water because there was a drought. So instead of refilling the glasses of the gods, he took the water and dumped it over the side to water the plants. The humans. <laughs> yes, for, for, for the humans. And so in that brazen yet brave act, um, Zeus thought it was, you know, very brave of him and he took it and made him a constellation in the sky as a, to honor him. Hmm. Yeah. That is interesting. Yeah. So Aquarius is queer. So it is Aquarius. <laughs> oh. <laughs> you and your puns. You mean funds. <laughs> work hates it. Like, people at work hate it. If I do, like, a safety meeting, and uh, depending on what it's on, I try to, like, pull in puns. And, like, people, only a couple people chuckle every now and then. But it's really bad because, as you know, things don't translate through languages. No. We have a lot of Hispanic workers. Oh. And so the puns don't translate. And so... Like, my interpreter have literally just completely ignores any time I make puns. They're, they literally, they're just like, don't worry about it. It's stupid. <laughs> like, it's like, not gonna, you're not gonna understand. That's funny. Yeah. No, that's, that's, that's my life. That's funny. But, yeah. I think it's interesting as we go around the Zodiacs. Because we'll eventually get to Western. Yeah. Zodiac. But I think it's interesting how how one they've managed to correlate they are they very much correlate like the month and like the um information around it yeah like when we were doing the chinese like the eastern with the different animals and then mm -hmm. the elements and stuff they they somewhat correlate no matter where we've gone for the most part well, so there's there's also another level on that one that I didn't really get into in that level or that because I didn't want to confuse everyone even more. But there's also attributes based off of the hour you were born that what? goes into yeah. So there's diff the different animals are associated with the different hours, similar to like with our astrology, with the Western astrology, the uh, planets are associated with hours. Um, so there's different attributes you can pick up from there as well. Mm-hmm. What does it mean if you're born at night? Well, it depends on the hour, but... Like 8 o'clock at night. I'm not... I don't have the chart memorized, so I don't... <laughs> yeah. I mean, I was born at 2.14 a.m. 8.16, I think, is what my mom told me. It's, it's always funny when you see those memes and it's like... Uh, you know, it's the astrology girl memes where it's like, "Hey, mom, what's what? Oh, oh, when was I born? Stay away from that girl." And I'm like, "City, where were you born? And what time was I born?" And I crack up every time I see that meme. Yeah, no, it's great, and it's funny because it's like I never have to ask my mom when I was born because I've known it for years. Yeah, I've known. So, and I only know because my mom would like my mom and her mom. They mm -hmm. would, like, message me at the time I was born. <laughs> I would get, like, a happy birthday, like, earlier in the day. But I wouldn't get, like, my official happy yeah. birthday till like, 8, 15 at night. My, my mom has always been like, do you want me to wake you up the exact time you were born? And I'm like, no. 
No. <laughs> I do not want to be waking up woken up at two fourteen in the morning. Leave uh, me sleep. Yeah, no. No. I think my dad did that to my brother one time. Like woke him up at midnight. Such a dick move. <laughs> it's funny, but it's such a dick move. I think my dad did that. But I mean if if being born at night means that you can't sleep, then I am I win. This homegirl cannot sleep to save her life. All right. So that does wrap up this episode of the OM. Yeah. So next episode, we are going to be talking about Le Moons, correct? Yes. Yes. So we're going to go into um, the moon cycle. Basically, um, we'll do a brief overview of the moon cycle, like what kind of magic is best worked on what part of the moon cycle. Um, and then we will go into what each full moon means. Because um, each full moon throughout the year does have a name correlated to it. So we will be going into that. Keeping on the whole moon and... Um, zodiac star theme that we got rocking here right now and then after that i believe you're doing ostara correct yes yes yep and it will be an excellent time <laughs> age <you. laughs> uh, <laughs> we're gonna ruin easter for everybody sometimes it just hops out You know, I didn't think I'd have to wait until t- tomorrow to get all the puns for my brother, but apparently I'm getting them all today. Because my brother's this way too. <laughs> I'm just, I'm just tired. <laughs> I am probably going to go attempt to nap. I don't blame you so. if you don't eat it a three mile hike today. Mm-hmm. Um, but like always, please rate, review, and subscribe. Um, join us on Facebook. Facebook, we post about our um, episodes. Kind of, uh, we do post pictures along with the episodes. I did not do for the last one. I kind of lost track of time. Um, on Instagram, they are up on Facebook. Um, we will be posting some pictures of the OM when this yes. posts. Uh, that way, you guys can see what they look like because it's literally um, the way these look on most of them. It's literally just it's a line. With little lines coming off of it. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're either straight lines from one side or the other. Straight lines all the way through. Or like horizontal lines. Gotcha. So, um, fun fact about OM though. Before we go. It is the only language that is in written form. That cannot be translated into binary okay that's interesting yep that is interesting yep the issue is is because of how it's coded it can't be translated into standard binary um because of the you have spaces between letters Mm -hmm. and like so most words when you have the word it's all the letters together Mm -hmm. (laughs) this has dots in between the words and so you have spacing in between the letters. That way, if you're doing two letters that are similar, you don't muck it up and think it's a different letter. And so it can't process that space. That's interesting. Yeah. That's interesting. Yeah. Huh. But, yeah, join us on our Facebook page. We post pictures for all the episodes and interesting facts like that one. Um. Because I do know that some people kind of need a visual aid to kind of correlate what they're listening to. Um, kind Some people need a visual aid, and I understand that. Um, you can email us if there's a topic that you think we should cover. If you have a paranormal story that you want to share. Or if we mess something up, you can email us at thewaywarddragons at gmail.com. I was like, our Facebook and Instagram is thewaywarddragons. The picture will be the picture of our podcast with the two dragons. You can always tell tell us, you know, what kind of yeah. trees you love. Yeah, you can post that on the Facebook 
when I post that the new episode is live. Um, but yeah, until next time, this is Kelsey. And this is Johnny. Bye. Bye.